When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, the third test match uh, between Australia and England starts uh, tonight, New Zealand time, uh, at Headingley. Uh, wonderful ground, of course, steeped in tradition, but deep in Yorkshire country, which has uh, always been a pretty interesting place to visit as a touring team, but uh, more so now because of uh, what has happened in the second test at Lords, And, of course, uh, we've been listening to it wonderfully uh, brought to us on SCNZ here. Uh, and our commentary team, which includes uh, Bharat Sundarasan, who's uh, joined us this morning, uh, New Zealand time. Uh, it's uh, the night before over there in Leeds. Uh, Bharat, thanks so much for your time. No worries at all, Smith. Yeah, but it's all uh, happening. There's a lot of excitement around uh, not just Leeds, but around England. Uh, even the Prime Minister is tuned in. I, I sense, uh, Bharat, um, you've written a lot of books on this series in particular, uh, there might be another book coming. So much has happened in such a short space of time. <laughs> I could just write a book about that one stumping, Smithy, <laughs> the amount that has been <laughs> spoken about it, uh, you know, and everybody's has had a voice. And, you know, it, it's bizarre. The other day I got pulled over by a cop, not because I was committing anything I shouldn't have, uh, no crimes uh, involved, but um, I was struggling with my rental car. I got pulled over and he saw my driving license and he's like, oh, Australians cheating at the cricket, cheating on the roads, uh, same old Aussies, always cheating. So everybody's on board. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is funny, I tell you Hey look, in all honesty, what are you expecting come uh, the first morning uh, In terms of atmosphere, put it that way Do you, do you think um, it's been played up too much Or do you think there's still genuine feeling going to be there? I think, to be honest, it has been played up a little bit. And what's happened is the English team haven't backed down, right? In fact, they've doubled down and they've said, because they had enough opportunities to say, you know what, let's move on. Joe Root's the only one, Smithy, who's come out and said, uh, I mean, let's focus on the cricket. Everybody else is just like, you know, Brendan McCullum said, oh, they will regret, live to regret this and all of that. So um, it, 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 they're kind of inciting that uh, that response from the English crowds. And it, it is a Yorkshire crowd, which will be rowdy. The Western terraces, as you well know, uh, will be loud and noisy and there'll be the word cheat thrown around a lot. But they also know their cricket. I think once the cricket settles down, uh, even that day, I mean, once Ben Stokes took over, I think the focus shifted towards what he was doing and not so much about what happened with Johnny Bester. Right. OK, let's uh, look at what uh, England have to do here, apart from the fact that it's plainly obvious they have to win and they have to win three in a row. Um, what have they done? Uh, well, what are you expecting that they will do when they confirm their 11? Because, of course, no Ollie Pope. So they have to make a change or two anyway. Uh, and they have, uh, Smithy. I mean, they've shuff made a proper good old shuffle. So they brought in three players. So Harry Brook goes to number three. Uh, they brought back Moeen Ali, who, uh, as you know, injured his finger in Edgbaston. Uh, so he's back batting at number seven. Uh, which means they've brought in another bowler, which is Chris Wokes comes back to play his first ever baseball test. And Mark Wood finally gets to uh, make an appearance in this series. So it's a pretty longish lower order. So Moin Ali at seven, Wokes at eight. 
but yeah, the extra pace of Mark Wood uh, on a pitch which um, everybody feels will be much quicker than the the last two. I mean, it's not going to be a fast pitch by any stretch of the imagination, but it will be quicker. So that extra yard of pace that Mark Wood brings will be crucial. And one of the other aspects, of course, of, of playing at Headingley is there's a very strong English complement of Yorkshire players. Oh, very much so. And three key players as well. I mean, Johnny Besto, you spoke about. Uh, there's Joe Root, there's Harry Brook. Uh, um, so, yeah, I mean, that it, it's a home test for a lot of them. Uh, Joe Root, of course, is from Leeds. And uh, because my uh, company can't afford it, I don't, I don't mean SEN, but the company I write for, I'm staying in Bradford, which is where Johnny Besto comes from. Uh, I was just driving around. Um, you know, there are posters of Adil Rashid and Johnny Besto everywhere. So it's a, it's a cricket-mad county. Uh, you know, cricket is, like you said earlier, it's so seeped in their tradition. I just went to the ground, the Park Avenue ground, where the likes of Jeffrey Boycott used to play back in the day. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be quite a, a homecoming for, for those guys. Uh, and not to forget, I mean, I think Ben Stokes has been uh, uh, accepted as an as a honorary Yorkshireman, right, after the innings he played against Australia four years ago. Well, but you're such a, a thorough commentator. You do your homework so well. You actually go to net sessions. Um, so tell us... <laughs> Tell us what you've been seeing at the relative net, the relative net sessions. Um, it's actually interesting what England have done. A, I mean, in this baseball era, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I watched Brendan McCullum walk up to Moeen Ali and say, how many more, more? And then he said two. So Brendan McCullum said two sixes, you mean? And he said, yeah, okay. And then he just hit two sixes on the eve of a test match. But that's just baseball. Uh, but I did notice that uh, yesterday it was all about short pitch bowling for all the batters. Today it was, maybe they expect this pitch to be different. Where last match we saw, what, 98% of the balls during one session was all pitched uh, half halfway down the pitch. So uh, I think that's what I saw from the English guy. From the Australian perspective, I stuck my neck out on social media and said, I don't know, I have a sneaky feeling Mitchell Marsh might play. Cam Green generally is always one to show up uh, for a net on the eve of the test. He, he wasn't there. Uh, he did have a bat yesterday, but uh, that's the only shock change, if there, if you want to call it that, that I expect. But Todd Murphy obviously comes in for Nathan Lyon. Um, and, and look, Manus Labushain batted for a long time, but when does he not, right? He's still tinkering with his technique after not having really made an impression on the series yet. And of course, Steve Smith uh, on the eve of his 100th test. Uh, what an achievement that is. Todd Murphy. Uh, you mentioned Todd Murphy. Um, he did very, very well in India. We know that uh, when he, he basically made his debut. But what about Todd Murphy as an Ashes spin bowler and a focal point of the Australian side for the next three tests, it seems? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a big challenge for him, but so was India. I mean, India, uh, like you said, he played alongside Nathan Lyon in the first test, and then he had another spinner for company. Uh, but I, I remember speaking to him there, Smithy, and he said the first ball he bowls to Virat Kohli, he said, I was standing at the top of the mark, and the Nagpur crowd was, like, roaring for Virat, and I felt nervous, but you didn't see those nerves. Like, he just improved from spell to spell. And it wasn't just the fact that he got rid of someone like Virat Kohli multiple times. He got him out in different ways. And I think he's a different bowler to Nathan Lyon. Uh, different trajectory. He uses the crease a lot more. Uh, he has a beautiful arm ball. Uh, so there is a lot to like from Todd Murphy. And also, uh, he's 22, but he just uh, seemed to belong at test level uh, when he played those four test matches. And he was as good as Nathan Lyons, which is a tall order. I mean, you're talking about someone with nearly 500 test wickets. So I think he'll go really well, even against the Bass Ballers. 
Uh, but uh, okay, the most important thing of the lot generally when we talk about going into a test match is uh, the pitch surface. Uh, what do England? Uh, what have they ordered here? Have they been able to to get to a groundsman and saying, "Look, we desperately need twenty <laughs> wickets here, otherwise the Ashes is over." What kind of surface is best for England? I mean, I've been surprised with how flat the pitches have been so far because they're literally just playing into Australia's hands. In terms of, you have the likes of Usman Khawaja, Steve Smith and Manas hasn't come to the party, but these are guys who will just bat you into the ground, right? They might not score at the pace at which England do. And and it's it, it was an ageing attack. Now with Anderson out, uh, maybe it's a fresher attack in that sense. But, uh, I, I mean, just looking at it, there was a lot of live grass yesterday, Smithy, uh, 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 which is what, two days out from the test. But obviously a lot of it was shaved off today it still has that greenish tinge but as you well know i mean in headingly it matters so much what's happening upstairs right uh, and it's been cloudy it's supposed to stay cloudy for the next few days uh, but like i said earlier i think the surface looks uh, even enough for it to have some pace because what we saw in Edgebaston especially was there was no pace and even at Lords, every time the sun beat down on it um, it was very very flat so hopefully that's not the case because if they uh, they can't afford to uh, let those guys in once more uh, and it doesn't suit their bowlers uh, so hopefully and, and by the looks of their attack maybe they they feel that there is something in this but but who knows right we'll have to wait and watch in terms of uh, Alex Carey, um, I'm, I'm not quite sure whether you've been able to do a study on him in the in the nets in the last two or three days, but well, how do you think um, he's shaping up here? Because all sorts of talk of extra security at the grounds, extra security around the Australian team, uh, and it's all pointed uh, at, at his deed. I mean, how is Alex Carey bearing up over this? Because for a lot of players, I mean, he's been around a little while, but not forever. Uh, this could it, it could get to them. Uh, it could, but he is, and you know, as a fellow South Australian, I've seen a lot of him in the last five, six years. Uh, he's he's tough as nails inside. He's got this sweet uh, demeanor about him, and he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Uh, but you know, he comes from a footy background as well, which gets spoken about a lot. But he's seen a lot of things in life. Uh, you know, he's seen failure. He's seen you know not being in a good place. So I don't think it'll impact him uh, so much. But a really good call from uh, Nathan Lyon. Uh, you know how precious the team song is for the Aussies. So, because Nathan Lyon has had it for the last 100 test matches, or most of those, uh, he's handed it down temporarily to Alex Carey, just showing that extra bit of support, right? Just putting an arm around him. Uh, and, and yes, I mean, I can see that the coaching staff are rallying around Alex Carey. Uh, like I said, he's, he's a tough character, but look, he's got his family here, and uh, what you know, not just his family, most of the players have their families here. It wasn't easy for, for the Aussie. Uh, not so much the players, but like, you know, their, of their partners and their kids. Just the amount of abuse that they were copying uh, at Lords on day five. Uh, so, but, but I, I expect him to be to be fine. And also, if someone does leave their crease again, I expect him to stop them or run them out or whatever. That'll be interesting if uh, if there's any tempting or any fainting or, you know, a feigning of, of that kind of action. It'll be interesting to see what happens with it. Whether the players can quell it with a decent atmosphere on the field will be very interesting. I'll tell you who's always involved at some point is uh, David Warner. What have you made of David Warner? Now, we worked together last summer in Australia. David Warner was under pressure at that point for his place in the side. Uh, But he continues just to do enough, doesn't he? He does. And he's such a smart operator as well, right, Smithy? Before uh, the World Test Championship final, so the start of this tour, 
he just came out in the press and said like uh, i want to retire in front of my or i would like to retire in front of my home fans in sydney uh, next early next year so he basically pu- pushed the ball on into the selectors court and to his credit he's looked much better than he did in 2019 even in that game at the oval against india uh, he got a start uh, he played a crucial hand uh, in the lord's test of course in the first innings uh, but i think he's he, together with khawaja they produce crucial opening partnerships which australia were unable to do for four years ago when they came here for the ashes so i think he has played his part and you think uh, and you're right i mean there were when australia picked the side only for the WTC final and the first two Ashes tests, people just uh, felt maybe Warner's being given a farewell almost. But he's done enough and he scored runs, tough runs as well. Uh, and he's earned the right to at least finish this Ashes. Uh, and, and then Australia don't play any tests before the home season. So I think it, it seems pretty safe to say that Warner will get that farewell in Sydney uh, early January. Wow. It's a, that is a, a really good story of uh, survival and faith, I think, from a selectorial point of view. Uh, what's your gut feeling then, uh, Barat, on this test match? Do, uh, do England have it within them to keep this series alive, or do you think Australia will just bat them and squash them out of it from here? <laughs> oh, look, uh, it's really, England have had chances in this series. Right? It's not been Australia all the way. But they just haven't seized them. They've almost not acknowledged them. And the way I would put it is, it is it's been a battle between Australia's relentlessness with, versus England's restlessness. They've just been restless to move the game forward, which is what how they want to play. Um, I still think Australia are the better team overall. Um, and uh, uh, I, st- I do think Australia are going to... Uh, win 3-0 and then we have that long break where we, we're not sure what we're going to do uh, because England can get a little emotional. I mean, you saw what, how Stuart Broad was last time around. And unless unless someone pulls something something really special with the bat and they make a big first innings total, I just think uh, Australia have enough firepower to see them off uh, once more. And, and they'll, they'll go hell for leather against Todd Murphy. I'm not saying they're going to underestimate him, but I just have a feeling Todd Murphy is going to have a say in his first Dashes test. But uh, fantastic that you've made yourself available to us. Uh, enjoy this test match. I'm very, very jealous because I think it's going to have some real <laughs> elements in it at certain stages. And, uh, I, you know, I, I'm not a big uh, f- uh, sort of fan of sitting on the terraces, but if I was there, I wouldn't mind a spot on the Western Terraces just for an hour or two. It could be fun. It really will be. But, uh, you know, the way I look, Smithy, I think I'm safe to... St- I'll I'll stay away from the Western Terraces. But yeah. no, anytime, anytime, Smithy. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me on.